What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Hope you guys are all doing well. This evening, it is December 5th. Happy St. Nick's night to you guys, if you guys know what that is. Uh, but anyways, we'll hang out for the next hour or so. We'll go over uh, any waiver wire questions or start sit stuff that you guys have. This hour is for you. Let me know. Whatever you guys need, we can uh, we can go through it in the comments. We'll hop right into a screen share here. And uh, basically, this is an hour for you guys. Whatever you guys need in the comments, let me know. Good evening to Brian. Hope you're doing well. Brian, you're not the only one, man. This is a... Um, I mean, I put Christian Kirk on the cover in the video tonight. The Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Trevor Lawrence with the high ankle. Christian Kirk with the groin injury, as they're calling it. Uh, tough, tough night for the Jags. And, uh, of course, right before the fantasy playoffs, we get some bad news. But uh, he's saying he's got uh, Trevor and Kyler on by. Options are Winston, Flacco, Levis, or Ritter. Winner take all, last playoff spot matchup. Oh, baby. So the stakes are pretty high here. Let's take a peek here at the fantasy points allowed and see what matchup sticks out for you. Uh, I kind of like Jameis Winston to start this weekend. I'm not sure if I love him in my lineup, but I, I think he's going to play for Derek Carr. Joe Flacco, man, he's got a really good matchup here against the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who we just saw Jake Browning light them up for over 300 and some 50 yards. So I don't hate Joe Flacco. I'm not throwing out Will Levis. I think Desmond Ritter's interesting. I do not love Desmond Ritter. We do have a one-game sample here of Desmond Ritter playing against Tampa Bay, though. Let's take a peek at those numbers, and we'll see, see if we're interested a little bit. So we're going to cross out Will Levis in this question there for Brian. And Desmond Ritter threw for 250 yards against Tampa Bay back in week seven. He did rush for a touchdown, 13.8 points. If you remove the rushing touchdown, that puts his floor pretty dang low. Not super in love with the Desmond Ritter. So uh, I think we're looking purely at Winston and Flacco. It probably feels wrong to play Joe Flacco, but man, it's a tough matchup for Jameis Winston. The Carolina Panthers for whatever reason, they don't allow a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. So it's between these two guys. I think Joe Flacco is your safest bet, man. I'm going to rank them as Flacco, Winston, Ritter, and Will Levis. If you feel the risk, if you're feeling risky, man, I think you can play Jameis Winston, but I think you're going to take the safe points from Joe Flacco. Uh, good evening to Chase. Uh, he's saying start two, full PPR. JJ Rice, Nico, or Downs. And, I mean, I just want to make sure you guys, like, it's Tuesday night. I don't want to get too many start sit questions for the night. You know, we got a lot of injury reports and things going on here. Uh, and I, I probably need more information on some players here. But in this case, this one seems pretty easy. Starting two full PPR, you're playing Justin Jefferson. That one's the easy one. Uh, and then I think right now, I like Rasheed Rice. I like Josh Downs. But with no tank down, man, I think Nico Collins is probably a must-start player uh, for the rest of the season. I, I don't even know if the matchup matters anymore. Uh, I know it's a tough matchup on paper this weekend against the New York Jets, but I think I'm still going to play Nico Collins. If you're nervous about Nico Collins, then I would just play Rasheed Rice against Buffalo. So that's probably where we're at. And good evening, everybody. Come on in. Good evening to Harris. Good evening to Jerry. Hope we're doing well. Um, Jerry says, would you play Pierce or grab Roshan or Spears off waivers and start them? Uh, that's a great – that's a really good question. So on my waiver wire this weekend um, – there's a, there's a lot of interesting waiver wire, wire scenarios this weekend. And, and and I do think at running back, there's going to be guys that we're looking for here. Um, so Damian Pierce, he's, he's highly owned. I think if you can grab him, he's worth grabbing. But 
man, if you can grab Roshan Johnson, I, I think he's the starting running back. Of course, the Bears had a bye in week 13, so we haven't seen them in a bit. Uh, but he was the clear RB1 <clears throat> for the Bears back in week 12. And that was with a healthy Khalil Herbert. And I know it's a tough matchup against the Lions this weekend, but I, I think Roshan Johnson's probably the lead player here for me in this matchup. Now, we're waiting to see what's going on with Derrick Henry. Uh, apparently, he's not in concussion protocol, by the way. So there's a chance Derrick Henry plays. Um, so it, it's a little bit more of a speculation ad on Tajay Spears. I think if you need a guy to play for this week, I'm playing Roshan Johnson. Um, I'm open to Damian Pierce this weekend. Uh, I can't remember who their matchup is. Let me look at that real quick. Damian Pierce. Where is Houston? They get the, the, the Jets allow a lot of running back points, man. They've allowed nine touchdowns on the year. I would probably rank these, Jerry, as Roshan, Damian Pierce, Tajay Spears. Uh, let's go. It's here. Uh, strategic dynasty question. Yeah, man, you can fire it up whenever you need to, and we can get back to it. Uh, what's going on with the Jets QBs? I, it sounds like it's going to be Zach Wilson this week. They did release Tim Boyle. Um, there's a chance it could be Trevor Simeon this week. Um, he he did come in for relief duties at the end of the game in week 13. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not looking good. Um, my money's on Zach Wilson starting again here, but you, again, you might see a small opportunity for Trevor Simeon. But I, I would bet we're going to see Zach Wilson start at some point soon. Uh, Kincaid, Frymouth, Pitts, Likely, or Chig this week. You're going with with, with Kincaid. Uh, I'm not sure on the matchup here. Let me look at and see what the Bills uh, got for tight end matchups. They're getting Kansas City. Kansas City has been pretty stiff against tight ends, but I think he gives you the safest floor and the highest ceiling among tight ends. So I'm going with Kincaid. Uh, Harris says, pick up Alexander Madison, full PPR. Um, sure, I'm fine. I mean, Madison should be owned in pretty much any format. He's like a low-end RB2 play. So, yeah, I think you should pick him up. Uh, can we cut Dotson and Pierce? So uh, the Commanders have a really tough matchup. For the fantasy playoffs, I believe they play the Jets. I think there's a San Francisco 49ers game in there. Um, I think Dotson's cut cuttable. I would hold on to Damian Pierce if I can. He's he's on the few plays that I saw from Damian Pierce, he looked like he had some of his burst back, so that was nice to see. And he did lead the team in carries, so I think there's room for Damian Pierce to get 15 touches a game again and have that chance at the goal line touchdown like he did last week. Uh, it's unfortunate he's not being involved in the passing game, but. I would rather cut Dotson here. I, I would hold on to Pierce just because fantasy playoffs, you never know. If Singletary gets dinged up or something like that, I think I want to hold on to Pierce. Should I add and play Texans, Packers D over my Saints, Falcons D? Hmm. So that that's um that's a popular question I've seen this week because the Texans have an interesting schedule. They're gonna get in the fantasy playoffs, they're gonna get Tennessee weeks 15 and 17, and then sandwiched in that game is a Cleveland Browns game. They also play the Jets this week. So uh, I think Houston Texans are a team that I want to add. Uh, but the Packers schedule, man, that one might even be better if it's possible. We're, we're talking the Giants, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and the Vikings. So I think both these teams should be added. If I'm looking at the Saints. Let's see here. Saints are going to get Carolina this weekend. I love that matchup. I love the matchup against the Giants, but Rams and Buccaneers, 
I'm not so as excited. Uh, and then the Falcons, I know the Falcons have a good schedule. They're going to get Tampa Bay, Carolina, Indy, and the Bears. So I think you're looking at these four teams as being probably the hottest teams to add for the playoff push. I think the Texans are my number one team uh, here, and I, I'm probably going to go with Green Bay number two, Falcons three, Saints four. Uh, if you have the Saints and the Falcons, I don't mind swapping them out for the Texans in, in, in Green Bay. I think those teams all complement each other very well. So I think I prefer the Texans and the Packers over the Saints and the Falcons. Commit or likely full PPR. Um, I mean, the Lions have been pretty bad against tight end all year. And the Rams have been even worse against tight end all year. I, I think I'm going to go with Isaiah likely here off the bye. Uh, I know Komet's probably the safer play, but I think Isaiah Likely is probably the one that I'm going to go with. Who would you grab off waivers and potentially flex? Elijah Moore, Judy, or Mingo? Okay, uh, this is a really good question, by the way, Jerry. I'm going to cross Jerry Judy off the list. I like him the least. Now, the guy that I think is is pretty exciting is Elijah Moore. And, man, if we see Joe Flacco start for the rest of the year, like, Elijah Moore is the guy you're going to want in your fantasy lineups, I think, as your wide receiver three flex. He came in, I believe he led the league in air yards in week 13. He had over 250 air yards. But four for 83, 12 targets, 12.3 fantasy points here. He gets Jacksonville, or Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, and then the Jets game will kind of refigure that, but that's a revenge game for him, so he might be extra turned up for that game. But uh, I like the schedule for the next two or three weeks. Uh, I, I'm most interested in Elijah Moore. I think Mingo is a player who is going to be force-fed targets as they're trying to get him you know, ready to be someone that they depend on next year. It's nice to see back-to-back -back double digits, six targets last week, 10 actually last week, six the week before. This is someone that I'm interested in. I think I'm more interested in, in Mingo than Jerry Judy. So I'm going to rank them as Elijah, Mingo, Judy. Um, have to ask about Dalton Schultz or Taysom Hill. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know what's going on with Dalton Schultz. He missed last week, of course, with the injury. Uh, tomorrow we'll have a better idea on practice reports. It's a hamstring for him I, that doesn't make me super excited they get the jets this weekend which is a decent matchup for the tight end spots here but i think i think i'm gonna lean with Taysom hill at this point just because hamstrings are finicky i, I don't really want to gamble with anything here and in a game where we might not see Derek carr play and if it's Jameis winston we might see some Taysom hill trickery and he's been just really steady the last six games here he's had one bad game of 4.3 otherwise Taysom hill gets tds so i'm gonna go Taysom. Uh, do I like picking up Robert Woods? Uh, let's talk about that Texans injury at Tank Dell for a little bit here. So this is probably going to open up some things for, whoops, let me go back here. Uh, I think if, so with Harris's question, I'm assuming Noah Brown is not available. Uh, obviously, Nico Collins is one of the most owned players here. Noah Brown, <clears throat> if you need somebody, would be a priority for me. We saw what he can do when he was thrust into a starting role week six or week nine and ten, where he had these monster games here. Very, very exciting, high ceiling player. Robert Woods would be my third favorite player. I'm just, I'm not, I, I don't think he's a guy that I would whip out in a starting lineup, especially against the Jets this weekend. I'm open to playing Nico Collins and, and Noah Brown, however. So uh, I view Robert Woods as like, a bottom of the barrel 
receiver ad. I'm not super in love with him. I think there's other guys that I would prefer. I'd rather go pick up Elijah Moore, Jonathan Mingo, um, you know, guys that can be the number one or number two receiver on their team. I think Woods is okay. Not like super excited about Robert Woods. And hey, thank you, Charlene. I am feeling a little bit better. Uh, Sunday and Monday weren't the best days, but today we're, we're perking up a little bit. Um, and hey, guys, my um, my my fantasy team last week. Uh, this I'm in a league that I think it's our 13th or 14th year. I scored 217.84 points. This was uh, a league record <clears throat> for our Superflex era. It was an absolute dominant week. Uh, I had Dak Prescott go off for 28, David Montgomery, Isaiah Pacheco, who I traded for, C.D. Lamb, D.K. Metcalf, Jake Ferguson, Jamar Chase. Uh, so I guess what? I played Devin Singletary over Puka Nakua. My mistake. I could have had even more fantasy points. And then Brock Purdy here. So uh, in my 13, 14-year league, I scored uh, the highest score that's ever been scored. So it was a great weekend, Charlene, despite the uh, the illness. Uh, Ravens defense or Texans defense. Let's go take a look at um, one of my tools here and see if we can identify some defenses for this week. So we're going to go to the DraftKings game lines tool. Let's see who's projected to score the fewest amount of points this weekend. Um, so Baltimore's a good play. The Rams are only projected to score 17.25 points. But the New York Jets, man, one, we don't know who their quarterback is. And they're only projected to score 14 points. So I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean with the Texans defense here. Uh, even though I, I don't hate the Ravens, the Ravens are a really safe play, but I, I think you got to take advantage of this Houston Texans matchup. Uh, any update on Texans kicker Fairbairn? Hmm. That is a name. I have not. I don't even know how to spell Fairbairn. All righty. Any update on Kyrie Fairbairn? Mm. Um, that's 2022. I'm I'm not really seeing anything for Kyrie Fairbairn right now. So he might still be in a little bit of a holding pattern here. Let me just see if I can find anything on Google here. I'm seeing they expect a return. He's trending towards returning week 14. This was from CBS last week. So uh, maybe he's back this week here for you, Christian. I'll look on Justin Jefferson in his first game back. So I think, I think there's a couple thoughts here and there's kind of a, a wide range of outcomes. And there's a couple players that come to mind when thinking about Justin Jefferson here, now that he's playing with Joshua Dobbs. So the, the low end of the spectrum, I think, for Justin Jefferson is he's going to be Garrett Wilson, a guy that's going to lead the team in, in, in targets. It's going to be a struggle to get his fantasy points, but he's still going to end up with at least, you know, 9 to 12 fantasy points per game. I don't think it's going to be that drastic for Justin Jefferson. Now, uh, the other spectrum is going to be Jamar Chase, who now is playing with Jake Browning. We've seen two games from Jamar Chase with Jake Browning. One game was okay. He, I think he ended up with, you know, four catches for 67 yards. It was like 10 or 12 points, which was fine. That was a nice floor game. But then last night we were treated to a masterful Jake Browning game and, and, and Jamar Chase, man, he was one of the top receiver plays in week 13 here. So I think you're, we're more likely to see Jamar Chase numbers with Jake Browning than we are to see Garrett Wilson numbers 
with whoever their quarterback is here. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. We've seen some really good things from Josh Dobbs and, and man, like I know Dobbs has been pretty rocky the last couple games here, but he's still able to feed his targets going back to Arizona. You know, he, he did, you know, kind of float some fantasy players there. So I think for me, Justin Jefferson, I'm still ranking him as a low end wide receiver one, a guy that's probably going to come out and get seven to 10 targets and then have a really good chance at being the number one receiver on that team. So uh, obviously we have to kind of reduce what we're expecting out of JJ, but you know, what, like we saw last night, man, really good players like Jamar Chase, they can overcome bad situations. And in similar ways, Garrett Wilson has overcome bad situations all season. So I am optimistic on Justin Jefferson, and I think he can be a player that helps you win a fantasy championship this year. Chase says, thoughts on mix and rest of season output coming fantasy playoffs with last night. So uh, last night was kind of lightning in a bottle it felt like uh, getting two goal line touchdowns. I don't know if those are going to come as often as they did last night, but there's a pulse here with Cincinnati. I think, I think we're all pretty excited about what we saw last night. Uh, let me see here. I'm actually looking for where is Mr. Mixon. Mixon had a big game last night and he's up to RB six on the year after last night's game. So he's been, he's been plenty playing pretty well uh, over the last month and a half compared to the first month or so. But 19 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns, six for 49. I think that's the number that I care a lot about is he's going to be involved as a receiving weapon for Jake Browning here. Upcoming schedule is Indianapolis, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City. So uh, I like his game, like Indianapolis and Minnesota. Those are games where we expect the, the Bengals to stay in the game and maybe possibly even win the game. Uh, the Steelers game, that game's going to be, you know, kind of like a rock fight where that game could go either way. We're going to probably see a lot of touches for Joe Mixon. Uh, slightly concerned about that Kansas City game week 17. So rest of season output, I think weeks 14, 15, and 16, he's going to continue to be a steady RB2. And like honestly, man, his worst game has been eight fantasy points all year. I think at this point, he's a set it and forget it player. Uh, the outlier was week 12 where he only had eight carries. And, you know, part of that is the, the Bengals trying to figure out who Jake Browning is and what this offense can be. Well, guess what? We saw what it could be last night and it was very, very fruitful. Uh, again, Indianapolis and the Vikings defense don't scare us. Maybe we'll kind of reconfigure that, you know, against Pittsburgh and Kansas City. But I think rest of season, you know, Mixon's RB6 on the year. I don't feel comfortable ranking him that high, but I think he's one of the better RB2 options going forward. And yeah, last night's last night game was fun. Um, Christian sh says, should Nico Collins be fine up against the tough Jets defense against wide receivers? I, I think at this point with with Tank Dell out um, and hey, we've seen it's it's this this is not like a, a small sample thing. This is we, we've been seeing this all year from CJ Stroud. He's been elevating his wide receivers to fantastic plays. So let's look and see what here the Jets have allowed to fantasy wide receivers. So week one, they let Stephon Diggs go for 26 fantasy points. Week two, you see CeeDee Lamb hit 25. We'll skip the Patriots. They don't have a receiver that's worth a damn. Uh, the, the Chiefs don't really have a receiver here. And at this point, they didn't really have anyone that we were excited about then. Uh, Jerry Judy went for 11. They did hold Cortland Sutton. So that's one win for the Jets defense. A.J. Brown, 131 yards on seven catches, 20 fantasy points. They did kind of hold Devonta Smith in check. Uh, the Giants, they don't really have a receiver worth anything. Uh, Keenan Allen did fine, eight for 77. Devontae Adams, six for 86. 
the Buffalo Bills here, they held Stephon Diggs to four for 27, but they did let Khalil Shakir pop off for some big plays here. And then Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both had their way on Black Friday here in Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta doesn't have much anyways. So uh, what I'm seeing here is like teams that don't have great passing games, they can't throw the ball against the Jets and you're not going to have a good fantasy receiver. Teams that can throw the ball can produce quality plays against the Jets here. And I just think, again, with if Tank Dell was healthy, I think we'd be a little bit like hesitant to, to say Nico Collins is a must-start player. But I think at this point, uh, with the injury to Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz out, like Nico Collins is is probably a top like 15 wide receiver for the rest of the season right now. And because this is a waiver wire show, I just want to make sure you guys are looking at Noah Brown. He's one of the best wide receiver ads you guys can have for the rest of the season. I don't think I want to start Noah Brown this week, but Hey, it wouldn't surprise me if he has a good game, but Hey, I think I'm okay with, with Nico Collins this weekend. And, and, you know, if, if he comes in and balls out in this game, we know, we know we got a good one and we're going to continue to play him every week going forward. What is up with Najee Harris? Well, let's take a peek here. So I will say um, <clears throat> the quality of game that we had in Pittsburgh in week 13 and like the information that we can learn from this game not very good. This was a weird game that had delays. It had rain. It was an ugly, ugly game. The Steelers got their quarterback knocked out. Ugly game all around. Najee Harris still comes in and gets 16 touches, carries two targets, a lot of routes run. He actually, like, looking at the usage here, Harris took a step forward um, compared to Jalen Warren here. So I like everything about the usage. It was just one of those weird games where there's a lot of factors going on. The quarterback gets hurt. The weather is a monsoon. Uh, Najee Harris in a, in a weird environment still hits 9.7 points. I think you're totally fine with that. Uh, what we're not fine with is when he gets these 4.6s and these 5.3s. And uh, honestly, the last seven games here, Najee's had basically one bad game for fantasy. So I don't think anything's going on with Najee here. I think it's just, again, the factors of losing their starting quarterback early in the game, massive rain delays and, and sloppy game environment here. Uh, I think Najee's going to be fine. And look at the schedule. They get New England, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Seattle. These are all games where I think Najee can continue to get the ball here about 16 times per game rushing. And as long as he adds, you know, uh, a couple catches, maybe a touchdown here and there, I think he's going to be between that 9 and 15 fantasy points here. So I still like Najee. I wouldn't read too much into his Week 13 output against the Cardinals. Pick one defense this week or rest of season, Texans, Jets, or Ravens. Let's look at that. Um, and we already looked at the Texans. I think we're, we're like we're signing off on the Texans as a good team to roster for the rest of the year. Uh, looking at the Jets, they're going to get the Texans, the Dolphins, the Commanders, and the Browns. I don't really want to mess with the Dolphins here. It's in Miami, too. I want nothing to do with that, so I'm not starting in Week 15. I don't even know if I love them for week 15 here because the commanders do have a good passing offense and kind of anything can happen with the Browns. So I think at this point, you know, not super excited about the Jets defense. They're not going to win a lot of games. And I just, I don't know if I want to trust the New York Jets in my fantasy playoffs. Whereas the Ravens, this is a team that I do want to trust, but Hey, they're going to get the Rams. 
the Jags are interesting. We know Christian Kirk's done for the year. Uh, and by the way, we should probably talk about Jacksonville for a little bit. Uh, guys, after I answer this question from Chase, I'm going to uh, we'll talk about Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence in a bit. But uh, this is not a bad spot here for the Ravens. I don't want anything to do with the 49ers and the Dolphins game. So I'm going to rule the Ravens defense like out. I don't want to touch the Ravens defense because in the fantasy championships, I don't want to go against the Dolphins. And in the final four, I don't want to go against the 49ers. So not interested there. I'm going to rank them as Texans, Jets, and the Ravens. And now that we are here. Let me just talk about the replacements here for Christian Kirk, who I'm expecting to maybe come back in the, like the real playoffs. But for fantasy football, Christian Kirk's season is done. Zay Jones needs to be picked up in all formats. He's one of the, the better waiver wire ads. He did go five for 78 on eight targets last night. Uh, pretty good numbers here. And he's going to be on the field a ton. Uh, they primarily run three wide receiver sets. I think you're going to see Ridley and Zay Jones like basically not come off the field. And then they're going to rotate wide receiver three and the sneaky one to add and especially in your dynasty leagues guys is going to be parker washington out of penn state he is a really fun player that can you know rack up a lot of big plays and yards after the catch he showed some really nice things last night six for 61 and a touchdown on six targets he's going to get four or five games here to show what he can do and he's going to probably be the starting slot receiver i don't think you're going to see tim jones or jamal agnew or any of these other slappies at receiver here compete with him and the fact that he came in and, and he played really well that's a huge thing for his confidence and man tough matchups Cleveland Baltimore but I like Tampa Bay and Carolina uh, I, I just think Parker Washington's worth the add in deeper leagues especially dynasty leagues and uh, with, with Trevor Lawrence I, I think you're looking at one to two games of having CJ Beathard start here that doesn't really scare me we've seen CJ Beathard play a handful of games, mostly with the 49ers, but he's competent. I mean, well, I'm sure later in the week I'll get a lot of questions on Calvin Ridley, uh, start sits, and maybe even Zay Jones, but I, I don't think it's the end of the world with C.J. Beathard. Um, all right, after the stream, yeah, we'll look at it, my man. 11-2, and two, though. Can't complain. 11-2, and two, Charlene. Can't complain. Um, cut Chuba Hubbard or Keaton Mitchell. I think it comes down to Chuba is a Carolina Panther. Keaton Mitchell is a Baltimore Raven. I'm going to keep the player on the better team. Uh, I'm going to keep Keaton Mitchell here. I'm curious what, what else you guys would say uh, in this one here, but I'm going to cut Chuba Hubbard. I just don't trust him. Yeah, I think the, the trust with Thielen's officially done. Uh, let me actually see if I can find the numbers here. Um, Jonathan Mingo is playing more snaps and more routes run. Now, this is something that we haven't seen all season. It's mostly been Adam Thielen. They're trying different things out now. This team is basically on experimentation mode for 2024. And it, it seems like the Thielen well has dried up here. So uh, I don't mind cutting Adam Thielen, letting somebody else pick him up and try and starting him and getting 2.8 points, whatever. Um, it, it's probably... It sucks, Harris, but this is kind of what I was nervous about with Thielen all season long, and I think we're here. I think it's time to cut ties with Thielen. Uh, remember, Mark Cooper was sidelined with an injury last week. I dropped Perry, added Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Elijah uh, – Joe Flacco. Uh, he, <laughs> in Superflex leagues, Joe Flacco is viable, but I, I think Joe Flacco also lifts the tide for all – uh, Brown's offensive weapons here. I know Amari Cooper's got a little bit of an injury right now, but hey, like 
where'd that go? Where's my Browns? Where's my Browns? Uh, you see Cedric Tillman, six targets. He's another sleeper here, Charlene, for next week's list. But Elijah Moore comes out and gets 11 of 39 targets. Uh, Mark Cooper, of course, left early in that game here. But David Njoku, you're starting him. If Cooper plays, you're starting him. And I think I think Elijah Moore going forward, man, he's going to be a player that we want in our lineups. Uh, Tyler Bass or Hyung Hui Koo? Oh, let's take a peek here. Fantasy points allowed. So Tyler Bass going up against the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are really good against kicker. They don't get a lot of field goals kicked against them, whereas the Falcons, who did the Falcons play this week? I cannot recall. Who does Atlanta play? Atlanta plays Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, the rank 19th here against kickers. That's about 7.2 points. I'm going to play the Atlanta kicker here, and I believe that game's in Atlanta. That game's in Atlanta. We're going to go young Hoi Koo here, Harris. I will drop down, pick up Hyatt or Wandale. Um, so I I understand wanting to look at a Giants receiver as someone that we could potentially stash and, and maybe look at for future starts, but I don't think there's going to be any scenario where you're like, yep, I'm starting Jalen Hyatt this week. I'm starting Wandale Robinson with confidence. So for me – it's not even that I don't trust the Giants quarterbacks. Is I just don't trust these receivers to be consistent on a weekly basis. So these Giants receivers are kind of empty ads for me. Charlene, I think I would rather add handcuffs. I'd, I Honestly, I'd, I might even rather add – I'd for sure rather add Zay Jones. Uh, I'd rather add maybe Parker Washington. Uh, I'd, I'd rather add handcuffs uh, at, at this point. Just I just don't know, you know – a player like Hyde or Wandale, are they, are they just a guy that wastes space on my bench, or is there potentially a role growing for someone that could emerge uh, in the future? Um, Ryan says, add and play Watson over Devonta and Olave. Um, so I, I don't think we're going to have a good answer here on Christian Watson, um, at least until later in the week here. He did, you know, grab that hamstring late in the game. I I would say he's 50-50 to play in week 14. And honestly, just a game against the Giants, we're probably not going to see Christian Watson this week. They're going to want to make sure they save him and get him ready for uh, what seems to be a playoff season run here for the Packers. So I'm assuming Watson's not going to play, Ryan. But yes, if, you're, if Christian Watson's out there, you got to add Christian Watson. Worried about Devonta with Goddard back? I don't think so, uh, at least not in the short term. Dallas Goddard is very likely back this weekend, but with the last two or three games, I think it's been the last two games, Devonta has been Devonta's been money. He's been one of the better players on the Eagles, and uh, I think that is going to continue to be the case. Um, not worried about Devonta Smith. Sure, he might not be the wide receiver that like the top ten, top twelve wide receiver that he's been the last two weeks, but he's still a must-start fantasy player. And who knows, maybe the presence of Goddard helps him up even a little bit. Harris says, should I trade for O'Connell, Ford, or Devontae Adams in Dynasty? Mm. I wouldn't trade for any of these guys. Um, Devontae, he needs a new team. And basically, you're, you're buying Devontae Adams for one year. 
of production, maybe with the Jets, which I'm not trying to do. Um, and O'Connell, we're heavily expecting the Raiders to draft a quarterback in the 2024 draft. So I, I see O'Connell as a competent backup in the NFL, but not a starter. Uh, and then Jerome Ford, the Browns don't really owe anything to Jerome Ford. We're going to see Nick Chubb back next year, even though he's not going to be himself. We might even see the Browns draft a running back. So um, if there's one guy that I'm open to drafting, it would be or trading for it is Jerome Ford. But his future is so cloudy and they don't have anything like there's no money or draft capital tied to Jerome Ford that makes me think that the Browns are going to continue to feature him the ball. I mean, you got a dusty Kareem Hunt right now coming in and getting more opportunities than Jerome Ford. So I think I'm not trading for any of these guys right now. Uh, Charlene says my next major game will be week 16. Week 14, win or lose, don't mean anything. Week 15, I have a bye. Hey, hey. Charlene. Charlene is good at the fantasy football uh, and hey, just a, a little break here. I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to show you a team that I got. This is one of my dynasty teams where um, I'm on track to get the buy. We're ten and three. Uh, all I got to do is just keep it moving this weekend. But it's a super flex league. Uh, here's the squad. We got Dak Prescott and Pat Mahomes at QB. The running backs are Raheem Mostert and David Montgomery. The RBs, DK Met, or the receivers, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen. Got Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton in there. Got a little Isaiah Pacheco at the flex, a little David Njoku. And guess what? Down here, let's see the bench. The bench is stocked for a run, guys. Uh, I got Elijah Moore. We talked about him. I got James Conner. I got TJ Hawkinson, who will have to move up. I got T. Higgins, Christian Watson. I got a little Mingo, a little Jay Ferg, a little Demario Douglas. Um, so this is uh, this is probably one of my more favorite teams to have uh, been working on in the last year or so. So this one's on coast. Cheers. If you guys are having a good, a good, uh, a good, good season, we're going to see you guys in week 16. And yeah, Daniel, we're having a good night, buddy. Uh, John Mechie or Justin Watson, full PPR. I, I don't think there's any, well, Harris, I, I hope you're not playing any of these guys like in a fantasy, like in a starting fantasy matchup. Cause like none of these guys should be started. Uh, Mechie, here he's the clear number four receiver on this team um he's behind brown and woods and collins i i don't want anything to do with john mechie honestly i i think there actually is a little bit of room here for justin watson to be the guy that you're looking for um and kansas city for some reason they didn't really lean into the pass Justin Watson here was the clear number three receiver. Only one target, though. Uh, honestly, I don't think either of these guys are where you want to be um, in a full PPR format either. Like, I, I don't think either of these guys are what I want. I would rather add Parker Washington, Zay Jones. Uh, Harris, let me know. Let me know if there's any other players uh, besides these two. because I, I, I just don't think these guys are going to be dependable for PPR. And basically, they're just going to rot on your bench, and, and you're probably not going to be happy with it. Um, all right. Yeah, we get the money back. Who got the DNP today? Uh, I'm not sure who we're talking about here, Harris. Oh, no. We hate fantasy football. Just lost for two points. Didn't understand why the refs called passing completed on the Falcons for fumble in that last play of the game. I needed those points so much. Oh, no. Um, call it incompleted on the Falcons forced fumble. Oh, no. 
defensive points, man. So um, one of the best things I can recommend, guys, is uh, my most important leagues. We got rid of kicker and defenses just because it, it eliminates a lot of bullshit. Um, nobody, one, nobody likes to lose because a kicker banged six field goals in a fucking dusty, windy game. And it's week 18 or 17 and, you know, you lose because of a kicker. And the thing with defenses is I, kn I know there's skill involved with, with playing and streaming defenses. Uh, but in things like this here, you know, where end of the game, garbage time, there's, you know, there's laterals and fumbles and just a lot of weird stuff and sacks and things get accumulated that don't matter. Um, my leagues have found out that it's best to eliminate defenses and kickers and then just add flexes, man. Like the more flex decisions you have, you know, you got to start two or three flex players and you, especially super flex too. That's where it gets a little bit fun. But uh, unfortunately here, it was not fun for Daniel. Uh, drop Noah Gray for Parker Washington Dynasty Superflex Team Premium. We're doing it, Chase. We're going to go do it. I think Noah Gray is fine, but honestly, like there's no, there's no guarantee that Noah Gray is the starting tight end when Travis Kelsey walks off in the sunset, right? Um, as much as I like Noah Gray, I don't think he's a superstar in the wings waiting for Travis Kelsey. You know, they're, they're, at this point, uh, the, the recent draft trends, especially this year's draft with tight ends, we're talking Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave. Uh, I'm sure I'm probably missing another one or two, but the rookie tight ends this year are changing how we think about rookie tight ends going forward. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs decide to draft uh, an exciting athletic tight end. So to me, Parker Washington gets a five or six game sample with, with no Christian Kirk to show what he can do as a slot receiver. I'll sign me up for Parker Washington. And yeah, we're still keeping Dearness Johnson. Um, definitely a stash. Uh, Travis Etienne did look good, but Hey, you know, th this Jags team, man, I, it's, it's, Literally, this is doom and gloom for them right now this week. No, you know, Trevor Lawrence is out for a little bit. I, th I think we're going to see Trevor Lawrence back by week 15, week 16 at the worst. I, I think this is probably a one to two game uh, exit for Trevor Lawrence and fantasy playoffs. We're going to be like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is fine. He's back. Um, but if anything happens to Travis Etienne, we're going to want Dearness Johnson on our team. Uh, what's the best defense to pair with the Browns' rest of schedule? Cleveland or Green Bay, Houston, or New Orleans? So that's been kind of the theme here. A lot of defensive questions this weekend or tonight. Let's take a peek at it. I do like the Packers' schedule quite a bit. I also really, really, really like the Houston Texans' schedule. So week 15, you have the Browns. Let me go to week 15. All right, so the fantasy playoffs. Week 15, Browns getting Chicago. I love that game. I also don't mind Green Bay hosting Tampa Bay. Uh, Houston, they're going to get Tennessee. So those are all three very equal matchups. I think week 16, at that point, you're probably fine playing the Browns. Uh, week 16, you're going to get the Cleveland Browns at Houston, which is interesting. I think Green Bay at Carolina. I'd almost rather just take – I think the answer here is going to be Green Bay because – you know, Cleveland-Houston, that's going to be a tough game to side between. I, I think you just want to lean into Green Bay here at this one. And then Week 17, I think you can come back to Cleveland here, Daniel, because they're going to play the Jets. So I think you would basically go Cleveland, Green Bay, Cleveland, and and basically you're, you're, you're set up. 
Following up my last question, are you playing Elijah Moore over Deontay Johnson this week? Full PPR. Um, man, oh man. I, I think Mitch Trubisky can be okay, but I think at this point, man, like what what's the ceiling for Deontay Johnson in this game? If I look at the projected game total, and I don't know how often you guys look at projected game totals, but 30 points in a game in, a, in an NFL game is the lowest amount of points I've seen projected in I, I don't know when. I don't know if I've seen lower than 30 points projected in a game. This is going to be one of the ugliest football games and it just happens to be on Thursday night football prime time. So uh, I'm totally cool with avoiding Deontay Johnson in this one. Uh, I know the Cleveland Browns is not a high scoring game either, but uh, with Joe Flacco, I think he offers more explosion and big play ability for Elijah Moore than what Trubisky can do. And hey, like we just saw Jake Browning throw for like 360 yards against this Jaguars team. So I, I think Elijah Moore is where I'm going to lean. Uh, either way, these guys are probably eight to 12 points at the end of the day. Harris says, Would you pick up Jake Ferguson in non PPR and start him in the flex along with Ingram or pick up Justin Fields to have with Justin Herbert? Interesting. Hmm. So, in a non-PPR, Harris, like, we're shooting for touchdowns. So, I do think there's a good chance Jake Ferguson catches a touchdown every other game the rest of the way. I'm starting Evan Ingram, I think, um, this week, even though they're playing Cleveland, one of the better teams against tight end. Uh, I, I do think having Justin Fields with Justin Herbert makes a lot of sense. I would be curious who else you would be playing over Jake Ferguson in the flex? Uh, because I'm not sure, you know, Ferguson, if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's 30 to 50 yards on average, which is only three to five points here. So he's not a great flex play. You basically are flipping, you know, 50 yards and a touchdown at best, which is 11 points. So I, I don't think it makes sense. I think it makes more sense to grab fields and play the matchups over the final three weeks. Personally, I I, just, I don't think we're going to see Darren Waller this year again. Um, the Giants have no incentive to play him. He's making progress but may not play this week. He's running routes again feeling good. Um, I'd, I'd rather let somebody else deal with Darren Waller. If you have the space, I'm, I'm fine with adding him, but I don't think he's going to play this week, maybe even next week. Uh, are we concerned with Jay Johnson? That's Jawan Johnson. Yeah, the zero, the zero is interesting. Uh, and by the way, guys, um, if you so, I'm just going to go on a little tangent here. So Jawan Johnson, he scored zero fantasy points this last weekend. Um, I'm sure there's other players that were started in your league that scored zero points. My leagues have a fun little wrinkle where, and we like my leagues, they all have different group chats. So we, we use Facebook Messenger to get the group chats going. If you start a player and he gets a zero, you have to either uh, take it. You have to take a video of yourself doing a shot, chugging a beer, whatever, uh, some kind of some kind of alcoholic chug uh, and send it to the group chat. So just a little fun little wrinkle if you guys want to find ways to kind of punish your league and, and, and do that. But with Jawan Johnson, overall, I'm not too concerned. It was just one game. And honestly, I think Derek Carr being hurt is 
the best thing for this offense. Like this offense is is screaming for Jameis Winston to unlock Chris Olave and these passing weapons here. So yeah, slight concern about Jawan Johnson. I don't want to start him at this point. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy to to start a player after he just scored a zero. And in terms of, uh, of fantasy points allowed here, let's take a look and see what the matchup is for the Saints this weekend. Carolina, man, they allow eight points per game. I'm not starting a tight end against Carolina. If you have Kenny P and Superflex, would you pick up Mitchell Trubisky? Uh, sure. Uh, if you need – I mean, if you absolutely needed a starting quarterback this week, Trubisky, you know, 200 passing yards and a touchdown, 20, 30 rushing yards, you know, he's probably safe for 10 to 14 points. I think you play Desmond Ritter. Um, that's a tough question, Harris, because um, do you have another quarterback or just these two? Because obviously you would move Ritter up to QB1, and then I'm curious, does your does your super flex spot, does that player have, you know, more than 10 to 12 points projected here? I think you should add uh, – obviously I think you need quarterbacks here. I think you should add Mitchell Trubisky and maybe, you know, potentially flex him for one or two games here. But Desmond Ritter, QB1. He's probably going to be okay this week against Tampa Bay, but I think I want the insurance of Mitch Trubisky. Charlene says, pick up Josh Palmer and put him on IR. If he now is injured, I have his backup. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on with Josh Palmer. There's been no news on Josh Palmer for a while. And the latest report that I saw is that he's maybe coming back. Uh I think if he were to come back, he's the clear number two receiver in that offense. He's above QJ. Uh, I, I thought that, you know, when when Mike Williams went down, man, I thought it looked really good for Josh Palmer. And I thought he was going to be a fantasy starter the rest of the way. But uh, we, we don't have any clarity. But I do agree with Charlene here. If you have an open IR spot, Justin Palmer is a really good player to stuff into that IR slot. And we're just waiting for information on if he's going to be available uh, at some point the rest of the way. Harris says I can pick up Tanner Hudson and it is a one week rental. Hmm. Um, oh, the Najee, let's look at the Najee Harris news here. So I have that he did not participate in Tuesday practice. He popped up on the injury report with a new knee issue on Tuesday. He was not listed on injury on Monday, but was listed as not practicing with a Thursday game looming. So, um, the fact that he wasn't on the list on Monday is interesting. Um, DNP on Thursday. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna assume Harris that this is a a day off before a short week Thursday night football game where they need Najee Harris to win the game. They need to have him ready to go to get you know 15, 16 touches. So I'm overall I'm not concerned yet. Tomorrow, though, if he does not practice tomorrow, obviously there's huge concern there. But uh, I'm going to just assume that, hey, it's week 14. Bodies are banged up. Bodies are sore. You know, I, I think he's going to play in this one. I, overall, I wouldn't be too concerned here with Najee. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, I'm I'm the guy that's in charge of making sure the trophies are spelled. So I will I will make sure it's all good to go. Um, 
And hey, that's that's a good that's a really good thought here too, guys. And I think um, I don't know what you guys like to do. Like, so for me uh, as a fantasy content creator, it's really tough for me to find content to make in March, February, April, May. So I, I think we're going to do more dynasty hangouts. If you if you guys like dynasty football, we talk a lot about uh, you know what, not just rookies coming into the league, but we can we can talk strategies about players coming in with new contracts and and potential free agents and things like that. So we'll get we'll get into some of that. Uh, but yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. Man, he's set up for a huge uh, a huge contract extension here. Uh, I'm actually going to look at the 2024 free agents for the NFL here. And show you guys just who is available. Uh, the quarterback's going to be interesting. Kirk Cousins is the top free agent. Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Terod Taylor, Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston. Let's go over to the – I think the running back market's going to be really good. Oh, yeah. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Dalvin Cooked, Austin Eckler, uh, Pat, Gus, Zeke, Singletary. There's – Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, Deonta Foreman, Boston Scat, uh, Damien Harris. There's some interesting running backs. J.K. Dobbins, we'll see where he lands with a new team, maybe. Uh, Kareem Hunt, A.J. Dillon. Antonio Gibson excites the hell out of me, especially in a dynasty league. I want to make sure I grab him. Um, some interesting names here. Rico Dowdle. Uh, it's a decent running back market for 2024. Let's take a peek at the wide receiver market. There's Mike Evans, Odell Beckham, Curtis Samuels. Fun. Uh, Tyler Boyd, maybe. Um, man, there's some bad contracts out here. Uh, I don't know where, where Michael Michael Pittman Jr. is all the way down here. Same with T. Higgins. You also have Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown. Some good names at receiver here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. And then tight end next year. Hunter Henry, Dalton Schultz, Gerald Everett, Mike Jasicki, Austin Hooper. Uh, looking around for any other. Not such a great tight end market here, but I do like the wide receiver and the running back market. Pick up Chuba Hubbard if running back two is Gus Edwards. Oh, yeah, you have to. Um, it, it looks pretty bad for Gus Edwards. I think at this point he is literally uh, like I'm, I'm praying for a touchdown type play. That He was RB3 on his own team in snaps last weekend. It, it looked like Justice Hill was the RB2 ahead of him, so – it's tough sledding for Gus Edwards. I, I think right now Chuba Hubbard is the guy that I trust, even though it's a bad team. Are you a Milwaukee Bucks fan? The first half lit. Oh my goodness. Let me, uh, Bucks Pacers is happening right now. Uh, let me, <laughs> let me double check the score real quick here. And I, I am a Milwaukee Bucks fan. You can see back right here. I got a little, little Bucks flag. Um, <clears throat> let's pull that up here real quick. Oh man, 75-72 against the New York Knicks. What a game. Julius Randle going off for 25 points. Giannis 16, Lillard 19. Okay, that's going to be something to watch after the show tonight. So thanks for the heads up, Ryan. I know you're a Knicks guy, but Bucks-Knicks, that should be fun. Rest of season, Miami defense and Matt Gay, which he plays indoors, just my opinion. Uh, Matt Gay, the Colts, what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts? They are... They're in the playoffs as we speak right now. I think they're a team that uh, that can be. Um, I think they can be fruitful for fantasy playoffs here. And yeah, I like I like Chuba Hubbard quite a bit. Um, Joe Mixon or Jalen Warren. 
if I'm starting one, I think this week I'm going Joe Mixon. And then the question with Ferguson, I'm, I'm assuming that was the Najee Harris here. Uh, I'm going to play Najee Harris over Jake Ferguson there, Harris. Uh, and, and with that, Harris, I just I think the running back position itself for Najee in a non-PPR league for a guy to get 16 touches per game, and whether that's 60 to 70 yards, uh, and I think the odds of a touchdown are, are – probably greater for Najee than Justin Ferguson. So, or than, uh, than Jake Ferguson. So I'm going to go with, with Najee and basically hoping for 60 to 70 yards and a touchdown. <clears throat> oh man. Well, Charlene, actually, I know you're on by week 15, but Justin Jefferson hasn't played real football with Josh Dobbs. He hasn't uh, been able to knock the rust off either. So you get a two-game ramp-up period where, hey, he might not play great week 14. He might not play great week 15. But, you know, two games in, that's more chemistry, more rust knocked off. I think it's going to be just okay for Justin Jefferson. Uh, pick up Jameis Winston. If you were looking at – and I'm trying to find – if this is the team, Harris, where you can pick up Winston, Winston's your best quarterback in this situation where it's Kenny Pickett, Trubisky, Ritter – Winston's your best quarterback. And I think – I don't know if we see Derek Carr play again for the Saints this season. Uh, he's had two concussions in about a month, which is – that's pretty bad. Um, not only that, but he's got shoulder and back issues. I, I think there's a chance that uh, – I, I think there's a chance that we might see Jameis Winston start the rest of the way. And Chase is uh, calling up the Fantasy Fellowship – Super flex league. Let's go. I'm going to pull it up here and then I'll hop into a screen share, but we'll pull up the standings. It's a, uh, the final week of the regular season for the fellowship listener league. And we will, I think next year I'm going to have some more spots open up where we can try and get maybe Charlene and a couple other players in here. Uh, but let's look at the standings. I believe chase is yeah, Chase is still team number one, 11 and two. Uh, I don't know who team jelly bean is. Whoops. Team Jellybean. I think that's my one of my good friends. Uh, yeah, that's Philip Abrahamson. That's one of my good friend Matt's buddies. Uh, but I'm I'm third. I'm eight and five. You also have my friend Matt at eight and five. Um, Team Young here is going to be uh, Matt Young at seven and six. Uh, Justin seven and six. Harris is seven and six. Uh, it's so the the playoffs. Even though you have like the X's saying they clinch a spot in the eliminations. That's not how my playoff works. Uh, I take the top six records and then seventh seed is most points. So uh, what I'll say here is you're going to have team Brown, one, two, three, four, five, six. These teams are the top six teams based on points, but then, or based on record, uh, but then I'm going to go on points. So right now, actually Aiden would be the seventh seed in on points right now. So uh, that's one thing that I like to do. Uh, in all my leagues, no matter what league you're in, uh, if it's a six-team playoff format or a seven-team playoff format, you need at least one spot to make sure that the last team in the playoffs is in on fantasy points scored and not based on record because you're going to have teams that score a lot of points that just have bad luck and play against high-scoring teams and, and can't get wins. But, hey, they had a good season. They score a lot of points. That's one thing. Uh, so, Harris, my man, if you're Harris, if you're still watching here, you have to outscore team Aiden Tobin here 
you got to beat him. Uh, actually, it, it's it looking pretty bleak here. 150, but 100 and but 100 points out for Harris here. But that's the fantasy fellowship league. Uh, in terms of fantasy points, again, uh, I'm in the first. Chase Brown here. Chase is second or third. My bad. <clears throat> and a couple other players that we uh, have in the in the chatter in this league here. So it's a fun league. We'll try and grow that league in the future. Josh Dobbs or Desmond Ritter for the playoffs. Uh, I just, I'm questioning the job security of Josh Dobbs. I think with JJ back and the team healthy, it's probably going to be Dobbs. So I'll, I'll go Dobbs. I do like the schedule for Desmond Ritter, but I think it's Josh Dobbs. We got Josh Allen and Brock Purdy. Who should I start this week? Oh, who do the, who do this, the 49ers play Seattle mm, at home? I'm going to go Brock Purdy. But uh, it's hard to bench Josh Allen, so I can't bench Josh Allen, Charlie. You have to play Josh Allen. It's a tough game against the Chiefs. I believe it's in Kansas City, but you like, you cannot bench Josh Allen. You know you don't want to miss a 30-point game, so we'll go Josh Allen. Uh, go Brazy Greg, Sam Howell, or Justin Herbert this week. Herbert leaving more to be desired. Uh, Sam Howell's on by this weekend. So if it's like a question for this week, it's obviously Herbert, but rest of season, I know Sam Howell has a really tough schedule. He's going to play the jets and the 49ers weeks 15 and 16. I can't remember who he plays week six or week 17, but it's not great. I'm going to go Justin Herbert, uh, for the rest of season. If that's the question, Mechie or Tanner Hudson PPR this week, only Tanner Hudson. Uh, I just don't think Mechie's going to be out there as much. Uh, the Ferguson question is with Joe Mixon and Jalen Warren. Uh, I'm playing both running backs, Harris over both running backs over Jake Ferguson. Uh, hopefully players will not hold out until they get their money. There's going to be someone there's going to be, there's always going to be a guy or two that holds out and tries to set the market. Uh, need you to beat jelly bean. So I for sure get the buy. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best. Otherwise, man, you just need, you just need to, uh, you just need to keep winning, keep winning and score some points. And you fight Harris, dude, Harris, Harris's uh, Yahoo League. I thought I was going to win. I had such a good week going and then Harris just outscored me. So good, good game in the Yahoo League, Harris. Um, so uh, my, my, my listener league, my fantasy fellowship listener league, uh, I don't charge any money to play. <clears throat> I just offer $50 uh, out of my own wallet and say, Hey, if you win, Here's 50 bucks. I appreciate you guys. It's, it's kind of just like a, it's just a prize. Uh, it's just a prize. I appreciate, you know, being able to, to do these videos and having an audience and things like that. So it's more of a way to keep people engaged. And next year I have a few people that I'm going to probably weed out of that league and get you guys in that league uh, for people that actually watch the show. So next year we'll get Charlene uh, in the league and Hey, no problem, Greg. Uh, but Hey guys, that's going to do it for me. It's been a good hour hanging out with you guys. Wednesday night, we'll be going live, same time, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we'll have a lot of practice reports and updates for you guys. So come with your start sit questions for tomorrow evening. And then Thursday evening, of course, I'll be doing a live show. This freaking Thursday night game is so bad. I don't even know if I'm going to watch the game. I might have it on in the background to be doing something, but Patriots, Steelers, just not not good football but uh either way guys have a good rest of your evening happy saint nick night go get your presents we'll see you guys tomorrow evening peace mm -hmm.